Welcome to Wax Half Full, episode 53. I'm your host, Wax, here as always, my co-host, Ads. Also, producer Keith in the background, making everything sound good. Ads, how are you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. I've, um, I've, I've made a great error, as some would say. Perhaps my fatal error. I have restarted watching anime. There was a brief time where I stopped watching anime for a few months because I had... I wouldn't say better things to do because they really, they weren't better things to do, but there were just other things more prioritized. I fell off the wagon. Was this sort of a, was this like copium? You, after you thought you were going to be able to go to Japan, you're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to wean myself off all Japanese culture or else I'm just going to fall into the pit pit of despair. So it was that. (laughs) Let's let's go with the copium. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. That's a better. But yeah, I, I, I was getting to the point where I was like making like lists and like time slots and I had a spreadsheet going for the for the seasonal animes and the ones that I wanted to watch and their time time of release. I was like pretty into it. I was I was getting pretty into it until I choose like, you know, eight to ten and watch them. And then try and watch like older ones that I missed out on for various reasons. Um and then yeah, I don't know, I just fell off the wagon. I, I think every anime fan has that that story of like the bur- the you know the candle that burns brightest burns shortest or the fuck that statement is. <laughs> I don't know. It, make, it makes sense. It actually really really reminds me of sports in terms of sports are sports are very well scheduled because it's a very intense I don't know six month run. It depends on sport I guess four month run six month run. But then you get to recharge. Like you're forced to not consume it for the next couple of months. And I feel like people they underestimate. Wow, that's good for fandom. Like twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five days of the year fandom. Like that's not sustainable. Yeah, I I think all fandoms that have this sort of long run, whether it's sports or I don't know whatever else you want to say, I, I think it's just it's more sustainable for the fans if you have like these breaks. And with anime, yeah, maybe some maybe it has to be a forced break because I don't think the TV companies are going to take like a three month break every year to stop making anime, is to stop producing anime. But yeah, no, I think it's good for you, man. I think it's good. Anyway. Yeah, I think I think it was good. I think I'm I'm getting back into it. A lot of the shows I'm watching are like shows that I was watching anyways. And they're just coming back, like um Demon Slayer, World Trigger, which is still garbage, but I'm gonna continue watching it because I refuse to let the manga die and I must support the manga. I think the mangaka's nearly gonna die, but hopefully they live, he or she, I don't know if you know. So that they can continue the good manga. And to do so I will watch the anime to my dying breath, even though it sucks. All right. I have never heard of that, but if you want to say it's good, it's good. Anyway, speaking of anime and anime that are not good, or okay, anime that were once good, but may not be so good in their next incarnation. Ads, what's, what's been happening with Netflix lately? Do I, do I get to say it? Yeah, go ahead. I'm uh, opening the floor to you. Do I, do I get to say it, though? Do you know what the it is that I'm referring to here? Yeah, just, just go for it. I, and I, don't, right. I don't know what you're saying. I was <laughs> right. I was fucking right. Fuck Netflix. Fuck Netflix. You, I was right. You, By all counts. You have to, okay, so let you me, have let to me say explain. what... Yeah, explain, please. Sorry, let's not, don't, who, don't, don't assume everyone has listened, has listened to every episode of the podcast. If you haven't, what the fuck are you doing? There's so much content, you know? One year of content. Anyways... So, for those who are out of the know somehow, Netflix's Cowboy Bebop live action was released over the week. Was it, was it last Sunday? 
Like, yeah, like this week, whatever. It, this it was week. Very, Some, very sometime week. this week. I didn't keep up on the exact release date. Um, and by most accounts, by tw- when I say most accounts, I mean the only accounts that matter, aka Twitter. Um, it sucks. And it sucks really bad. And Twitter has gone on a little bit of a posting of clip spree, which Wax can vouch for being not so good. And I would just like to confirm the fact that I am right. And I will not be watching it, just to make this clear. I've said this before, and I still will not be watching it. Wax, what, are the, what is the Twitter sphere saying, saying? Okay, so obviously Twitter is a little bit protective of this kind of thing, and it can, te- it can tend to lean a little bit too hard on the overreacting side on the very offended for the integrity of the work they love side you know it's they're all a bunch of ads as i i would say like it's actually i don't know why you that matters why are actually i don't know why you aren't on twitter but but like it's probably good that you aren't but but anyway it's, it's good that you aren't but i also wonder why you're not but so it's not just twitter though it's also the reviews the reviews are also quite poor and i wouldn't say they're 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 terrible terrible it's not like you know so on Rotten Tomatoes right now, Cowboy Bebop Season 1, 48% Rotten Tomato critic rating, 50% audience score, which does not qualify it for a, uh, what is it, third certified fresh score or anything like that. But it's not scraping the bottom of the barrel. I, I feel like uh, Death Note, Death Note is probably the most criticized anime adaptation that was ever done, or at least the one by Netflix. There's probably been like worse ones done in Japan too, but I, I think the Death Note got like... It's in the twenties or something like that. It's just something like ridiculously low. So, it's not the worst, but considering the level expectations had to live up to, you know, the expectation, you know, rightfully set by Cowboy Bebop being one of the most celebrated, most critically acclaimed anime of all time, getting like just getting a barely fifty percent. You know, that's like a C minus grade, I guess, D plus grade. That's not enough. I mean, I'm glad here that it's not absolute absolute trash, but yeah, obviously it's uh, very disappointing according to a lot of people. And no, I have not it either. So. Yeah, so so the funny thing about Cowboy Bebop, the Netflix one, is that um, it kind of went through a little bit of a revitalization almost. Um, I think when they first released the photos, everybody, like there was barely any um, any fanfare for those f- first like uh, pre-release photos of like the people in costume. Um, there was a lot of hate, obviously, from the core fandom that one of the, you know, uh, one of the most core criticisms, whether you agree with it or not, was like the fact that FaZe costume was made to be actually wearable and be a costume not you know basically porn um but and then when they released the uh when they released the trailers i think a lot of people started not a lot of people but it did i think the favor did start to swing in netflix's favor um and people started to say hey, yeah. you know what maybe this has a chance of being good yeah, the trailers were like well edited, and they probably like uh, portrayed it in its best light. And and I and I imagine you know if this thing has this has like a fifty percent approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes, so that probably means there are scenes, there are fights, there are like little bits and pieces that are actually that cool. It's just everything else around it probably doesn't come together. Anyway, this is a lot of speculation about a thing that we didn't watch. No, no, but but here's the thing, right? I want to bring back to trailers. This is why I personally don't watch trailers, right? If your trailer is bad, then it just shows incompetency. And if your trailer is good, it shows nothing. Because the trailer is supposed to be good. If your trailer is not fucking good, then I don't know what the fuck you're doing. And that's why trailers should be banned. We should remove all trailers. There should never be trailers ever again in Ads New World order. Mm, okay. 
Sorry, Mr. Keith, you have something to say? The answer is Faye. Faye is the reason why the reviews are as high as they are. For all intents and purposes, uh, Daniela Pineda uh, as Faye is the uh, the one source of light in the in the show, according to the reviews. Um, one review uh, from the Hollywood Reporter went so far as to suggest that they should have just restructured the whole thing and just made the show about her uh, because she. Uh, her performance livens up the screen when she's on it and brings the best out of everyone else. And the best hour of the show is the episode dedicated to her character. Oh, that's interesting. So, Keith, I'm just going to assume that you, like us, have not actually watched the show, but have been consuming it via Twitter, via Rotten Tomatoes, via reviews only. Uh, no, I, I mean, I haven't been paying attention to it at all. I didn't even watch the clips that were posted. Um, <laughs> okay, the so I, I'll say this, uh, the show being bad, right by like reviews and stuff. The the show being bad makes me less interested than I was before to watch it, but that also means that I'm just gonna like keep putting off watching the anime. So we lost it's, regardless. Wait, 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 wait. We lost. One second. One second. This is sort of proving Ads' point because, like, a couple of episodes ago, we were arguing about, well, you were arguing that why should we care that whether or not the adaptation is good or not? And we were saying, well, yeah, it doesn't directly affect the original work. It doesn't blemish it. It doesn't tarnish it directly. Like, we, we can still enjoy it. People will still enjoy it. But we said that indirectly it does hurt its reputation and it, indirectly it'll cause things like this where you won't watch the original despite us telling you that it's amazing so you have to concede this point but we were right there are indirect effects on the original if an adaptation is poor uh yes but i was already not watching it right so like the show being good like this is because this is what i was saying last time the show being good could make me watch the anime after but the show being bad and me being not interested in watching the show has it like it doesn't it's not gonna make me not watch the anime because i was already not watching it it just so there's no effect there but you said it made you more likely to not watch it well it no it made me more likely to continue already not watching it, which is what I was already doing. Mm, so, sounds like a semantic argument. Well, you know, Keith is a producer. He's probably going to just cut out all this nonsensical arguments. So, yes. No, so like this, this is what I was saying last time. The, the show could serve as a gateway to get people to watch the anime. But if people don't watch the show, they're not going to go out of their way to watch the anime. So it's not like it's not like the sh it's not the show being bad that's the issue. It's the it's not watching the show that's the issue. All right. Well, well, well whatever. We'll try to give you that, even though in the back of our minds we know we've won. Me and Ads, we've won this argument. So, so we'll we'll take a little victory lap. By the way, I gotta say, 
Death Note only has a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a lot higher than I thought. So like, what does it do to get like a ridiculously low score on Rotten Tomatoes? It's, it seems pretty hard. It seems no, like it's, it'll it's always... It's very easy. Be Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> okay. I, I guess it just means that there is always a critic out there who will find something redeeming about your piece and say, you know what? This wasn't the greatest work in the world, but it was at least... It entertained me. You always find someone who is willing to say at least that. And that, that's what it seems like to me, I guess. And I feel like in that sense, if I go into Calvin Bebop with that kind of expectation where, you know, I, I'm not comparing it to the original, I, you know, I, I think I could be entertained just from uh, what I've heard about so far. But yeah, it's just, it's just like the the bars that by the original is so high. Like, I don't know if I can subject myself to that. Yeah, so I anyway. just want to know, assuming from what he said about Best episode being the one, excuse me, about Faye. Um, does that mean that it runs through the whole show? No, I'm, I'm assuming it's just because she's sassy and she's funny and she's cool, not because they do the, the deep trauma of, her, of being frozen and shit. I, 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 doubt, I doubt it. Unless they, they, unless they pushed it to the beginning to make more interesting, which would have been interesting like a, if they shifted the episodes around. I mean, that could have been an interesting move. Yeah, because regardless... In the original, uh, in the original anime, most people agree that that episode is the best in the anime as well. So if that's the that's the episode that that reveal was talking about, then it's the same. It's the same in the anime, I guess. But I guess for different reasons, it's more because the cathartic release in the anime, and it is of from yeah. Faye being the best character. I mean, technically, if if you go the by best the character anime, is Edward. The... <laughs> yes, Edward yeah. is the best character. I don't even know if Edward's in it. Uh, Edward is in it, and, it, and Edward is in the clip I showed you, and that, that's why people are complaining, because Edward was uh, not particularly well cast. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. maybe don't watch it, or uh, or maybe watch it and react to it, react live. Anyway, I'm going to say, though, that if they adapted this correctly, like in the original anime, the big three, they all have interesting backstories. Like It's all about people who are running away from their past. That, like, that's why they became bounty hunters. That's sort of the, the crux of the piece, so... Like it's, I, I don't think that, I, man, this is a lot of talk about without, without any of us have watched, have watched the series yet. It makes but. it even better. Honestly, it makes it better. <laughs> to be, gonna, to be clear, it's a, it's a performance thing, not a character thing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to assume that she just, she's just a good actress and not because like her arc's better than the others. Cause honestly, if you watch the anime, all, all of the arcs are very similar. There are people running away from their past and that's why they're bounty hunters. That's kind of the, that's kind of the plot of the entire show. Like basically, uh, what the review said was that John Cho and everybody else, uh, acted like they didn't want to be there, like they were just like phoning it in, um, which is why her, her presence on the screen, like livening things up and bringing the best out of everyone, is very noticeable. Okay. Keith, is John Cho a good actor? I I have no idea actually. Like I know, I saw him in the in in Harold and Kumar, and but beyond that, like I have no idea if he's actually a good actor. I actually have no idea how he got this role. Uh, he's the last guy available. Um, I don't is he? I don't I don't know. He's a fine actor, I guess. Didn't he do something in Marvel? In Marvel, like any Marvel <laughs> in like any Marvel movie, was he in a Marvel movie? I what do I remember that? Uh, he was in Star Trek. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. I thought he was he in was, Marvel. Show he, 
he was not memorable in Star Trek either. He was just kind of there. So yeah, I feel he, he's, <clears throat> he's not a, like a like a leading man to me, to be honest. Yeah, like, I didn't understand why people were hyped that he got cast. Were people were, wait were people hyped? Were people anti hyped when he got cast as Spike? Uh, no, they were just whelmed because he's yeah, not that, the that... worst option. That makes sense, right? Because he's he, I've never seen him like pull off an incredibly charismatic role ever. And at the same time, like I, I don't know. So 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 maybe maybe we always knew it was gonna, it was gonna turn out this way. Because like Spike's like it's a hard role to play because it's this mirthful character who also has this uh, dark past, which is honestly a very stereotype character, and, and it's easy to play wrong. It's it's like such a trope character, right? Yeah, so, I think it needs charisma. I, that I don't think John Joe had. Yeah, no. Yeah, playing the character correctly is hard because it has to have like the right amount of like just the, the happy go lucky, don't give a fuck attitude, but it also has to have like the actual like the depth and uh, whatever like the, the 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 past trauma as well. And I don't know, it's the a hard grit, to play. Generally. The grit, that's what it needs. It needs a grit. Mm-hmm. I love the word grit. Right. Yeah. So the the thing, the thing to keep in mind, is that for a long time this role was attached to Keanu Reeves. I don't know if that would have any better, to be honest, given his acting range. <laughs> so, I mean, his acting range is is fine. He just doesn't use it. But yeah, that's, you know, that's a, a different story. I guess that is a different argument, because, yeah, Keith, I assume you've watched more of his movies than I have, so you, you could probably get better examples of him going outside of his stereotype range, which is being very stoic. Yeah, he's like a... Um, well, I don't know. He's not... I wouldn't say he's as good as Nick Cage, but he has that same, like... Yeah, I was going to say Nick people, Cage. People view him very one way, but he has, he has like, more that he could do if he needed to. But for a long time, this project was, like, live-action Cowboy Bebop. It was supposed to be, like, a movie, like, 10, 15 years ago, and, like, the rights got shuffled around and all this stuff, and so it... Like it more or less just fell to Netflix and like they got John Cho because he was there basically. Um, and so this is like, uh, it, it's sort of like everybody was just cutting their losses at this point. They just wanted to put something out because uh, it needed to be done. It's too big of an IP to not do something about it with it. Honestly, I would not have been offended or anything like that if they if they had cast like a non Asian actor. Like, is he supposed to be Asian in the anime? I don't fucking know. Mm, I, I, it's hard to say because like the show is just so it's it's you know Earth inspired, but you know yeah. I think but his Jupiter's name is supposed Sp- to be Arab. His name is Spike Spiegel. Yeah, he's supposed I to mean, be cow- was- like cowboy though. I don't know. I feel like yeah. they felt like they needed to have one Asian actor. I mean, I, I feel like the the race of the characters is is very that comes into into uh, it's a much more interesting question when you look at the casting for the new One Piece Netflix. Where wait wait so, ads? Do you see that? Did you see I saw it, but I didn't really? like jump into it too deeply. Okay, so I I think it'll be trash just because I because from my experience, all anime adaptations are, have been trash. The ones I've seen, whether they are made by Netflix or whether they are made by Japanese production companies. But uh, looking at this, like 
I never really thought about what race are anime characters because, you know, honestly, people who mangakas, they're not the best draftsmen. Like, they're not really good at drawing people with different features. You know, they just give them different hair and they give mm-hmm. them, you know, different hats and different uh, clothes. And that's how you tell them apart. Yep, they, pretty much. Yeah, they actually, yeah, they actually can't draw different faces. So I never really thought about, like, what race are the people in, in, in uh, One Piece. So... Do you know if like they got notes from the the author in terms of like, hey, what, what race should we make this character? Like, do you, is, is that what happened, or did Netflix uh, just go, you know what, it's it's all pirates anyway? Like, he, it, it, they could be anything. He's an executive producer, but I never understood the role of a producer and what they actually fucking do, and whether they actually have any say or whether they just get their name put at the end. So it depends what you want to see, what what you think an executive producer is beyond a title. So I, I just maybe? think. I just think it's like very uh, Japanese manga. The fact that the only character who's like explicitly black is Usopp, and then everyone else is like, ah, they 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 could be anything, man. They they could be any they could be any race you want them to be. Well, I mean, one of them's the name is Sanji, right? So like that guy has to be Japanese. Is he Japanese? In in the, oh yeah, they they cast like an Asian guy. I guess I, I forgot uh, who they cast I exactly. I don't know who they cast, but cast, but yeah. So yeah, but regard, what I want to say before that is, as and you brought up the whole doesn't matter if it's a Netflix thing or a Jap- Japanese thing. Uh, have you seen the Japanese uh, Attack on Titan? No, I did not. It is <laughs> they're, they're, they're so one? ridiculously horrendous. It oh man, horrend! It's so bad. It's good. It, it's that to that point. It's honestly so, so bad. It's good. As I'll ask you a question, like, was it a bad thing giving Japanese movie producers CGI? Like, should we just like take it away from them? Should there be like a uh, go back to like, some kind of like Godzilla, Godzilla they, style? The UN should convene and, and say, okay, Japan, like, you you just don't get to use computer graphics anymore in your in your real life movies. Like, like we let you try it, and and it was just awful. So you you have to use practical effects and everything from now on. So like, um, build sets and have a yes Godzilla break, break in rubber suits. Yeah, yeah, yes, in, in a rubber suits, like. Cause, cause we let you, we let you try, we let you try CG, and we saw what happened, and it, it was just not good. You guys you know, are really good at making the other kind of movies, and you're really bad at making these kind of movies. I'm, I'm good with that as long as we also have an amendment that says we kill all, all trailers. Not just the Japanese; they're for everybody. No more trailers. Nobody gets a trailer. Alright, sorry, Keith. Two notes. One. A live-action Attack on Titan movie with an all-Japanese cast doesn't make any sense. Uh, so the movie was doomed from the start because. Wait, you saying Aaron Yeager is not a Japanese name? What the fuck? I'm saying that they are like explicitly rare beings in the Attack on Titan universe. Uh. Asians in in general, not even just Japanese. So I don't know. It's well, silly. Mikasa is Asian, right? Especially yeah. She's like yeah. the like the at the beginning. She's like the the only one. I be, I believe. I don't know if that changes. To be honest, I yeah. Her her like mom's I, daughter's son's wife. No, no, dog no like I said, unless it's explicit, you can't tell from their faces because these guys can't fucking draw. Like, even if they give them like a name that sounds white, you, you can't go off that because again, like, Angakas cannot draw. No, I mean, but yes, that's like, like the story, like the story is yeah. she's the only one. Oh, really? Okay, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like, she's like the last of her lineage or something like that at the beginning of the story. Yeah, she's supposed to be, yeah. 
Um, there's like yeah, a story sorry, behind I, it. Yeah, yeah I, I got out of, of Attack on Titan before it became like a, a fascist fantasy. So like, I'm sorry. I, I got I was into it when it was cool, and then it got it got got a bit slow. And the other the other note was you. So you saw the casting for the Netflix uh, One Piece, but you didn't see the discussion that we had after that about the characters uh ethnicities I, from their nationalities i, I should say i was probably well asleep. I, I think what happened was uh you linked a thing where the, the creator he was talking about hypothetically like hey if he had to attach nationalities to all these characters what would they be and he was like ah, you know what i think they'll be this i think they'll be that but i didn't know how binding that was was it just like a sort of like a throwaway magazine interview or was this like actual things that became production notes it was, uh, if I recall correctly, it was from his like Q and A page at the end of the manga, like the the author in in Jump manga specifically. I don't know if it's all of them. They do like the yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Ask the author thing at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this it was like if the setting did happen to be in the real world, uh, where would these people be from? And he had like nationalities for all of them i assume because that's how people design characters uh you like you have to base them on something right so wax doesn't yeah. realize how hard it is to uh write an entire storyline <laughs> in one week but pretty much by yourself to start um and then also be doing that for 1000 weeks like in a row like keep going again and again and again and again and again and again with almost no breaks Man, for, for, for One Piece, at least I feel like with the men he tries a little bit, but the women, it's just just it's literally the same face. It's so bad. It's just like the same face with different hair and different clothing. It's it's so bad, man. Also, I just want to say so historically, bad. mangakas just say bullshit all the time, and they always change their facts. And I know this because the Dragon Ball Z mangaka has done that several times, where he yeah. just retconned shit and said, "Oh, I forgot this character existed, so I just didn't include them." Yeah, I, I guess Monkey D. Luffy doesn't really sound like a, a, a Japanese person's name, so I can I can sort of buy it in that case. Wait, wait, wait. so so based on by the way, so based on those ethnicities, did they follow those? Yeah, uh, yeah. So th- it was it was nationalities that were provided by uh, by Oda, and they, you know, they more or less uh, follow them. So like Luffy is Brazilian. Zoro Japanese, Nami is Swedish, Usopp is South is well it's, is listed as Africa, Sanji France, <laughs> Chopper Canada, that. Robin Russia, Frankie America, and Brooke Austria. Look, um, look, so I, of, I, of the cast that they did get, it's like loosely ethnicity follows nationality based on the list. Shouldn't we be like more offended after this? So like, I mean, you know what? If he doesn't know the name of a country in Africa, that's like, whatever. I'll I'll I'll, I'll give him a pass. Does Monkey D. Luffy sound like a name of someone from Brazil? I mean, maybe. And I don't know. I, I couldn't give you a Brazilian name off the top of my head either. So, I don't know. Maybe it's throwing stones from glass houses. Yeah, I don't know. Sora News had the decency to at least pick a flag for their image for the article they picked the south african flag i believe south african flag i i, I don't know how i feel about that but uh, whatever i mean it's better to just 
pick one than to, you know, be like he's African and just leave it at that, I suppose. I don't know. Isn't there like a flag of like a, like the African, there's gotta be like an African like Union of Nations or whatever that has a flag, right? Yeah, I don't know. Could All be. Right. All right, move, all right, let's move on to our next topic. Ads, you're going to Japan soon, and you had a plan where you would become the manager of an idol group to shill local farm produce. Is that correct? That was one of my late-stage animism plans, yes. All right, so apparently that there's an easier way to do this. Well, maybe it's not easier. I actually don't know what, what the cost would come out to this, but instead of doing it with a real idol band, you can also just shill your local products via a anime anime group or anime characters, I guess. So this article that we're reading from Sora News, our source of all our news as usual, is that uh, there's like a Jap- there's apparently a program in Japan where the government has decided to help uh, onsens, hot springs, the onsen business is onsen business is not doing well lately, partially due to the pandemic and partially due to I guess just general trends. They're not doing very well lately, so they've decided to give uh, onsen towns that want to participate a corresponding anime character, and they're gonna. <laughs> so this is basically buying in on the uh, what? What will the what will the right comparison be here? It's like Love Live, right? Is that the one I'm I'm, I'm looking for? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Is, Okay, okay, it's okay. I just want to make sure I got the the comparison right. It is a love live esque thing where they have these anime fictional anime girls who correspond to these various onsen towns, and they're just creating this marketing program around it. And apparently, so yeah, on the surface of it, you would think, okay, this is like you know whatever. I don't know if it's stupid. I don't know if it's like it sounds inoffensive, right? But apparently. This is a source of controversy, and people are fighting online over whether or not these towns should be trying to sell their tourist services via anime girls. Ads, what's your what's your thought on this? So, firstly, it's I just want to make clear that it's not just an onsen thing. This has happened multitudes of times. The most obvious, like anime, anime slash manga tie-ins have been like cafes that are real cafes that then have like a a month deal with say like Demon Slayer or whatever, and they. It's not sell... obvious. It's not obvious to me, ads. I need you here to explain this to my boomer head and my non weeb head. So if, thank you for telling me it's happened with other things too. Yeah, so so it has happened with other things. Um, as far as this thing has gone, like you said, uh, you know, Japanese. Uh, it's a Japanese uh, government sponsored initiative, which already shows that the boomers have been involved in it. And I've poisoned the well, so to speak. So it probably sucks, probably. And um, yeah, it looks like to me anyways that I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't see anything wrong with anime times. I just feel like it seems extremely forced. Not to say that, you know, anime is like some pure thing that can't, you know, you can't um, tarnish the good name. And the goodwill of anime, <laughs> but it just does seem a bit forced to me. But it also seems like a market that I hadn't considered in terms of my idol group. So maybe I do need yeah. to do more research into this. See how far I, I would can say take my that... shiitake mushrooms. No, the thing is that you know, you even though you you are you know very versed in music and especially Japanese music, I would say you are a, a even a more detailed expert in anime. So I feel like this is sort of the lane you want to go down. 
you want to go to this town, wherever you get assigned to, talk to all the local farmers, you know, walk around the fields, discover whatever the local specialty is, whether it's a crop, whether it's some sort of like local crafts product. And then you're going to find out, find out a way to turn this product into an anime waifu. And that, I don't know, I feel like you... Well, what genre of animes do you watch? Do you watch the waifu animes or do you consider that beneath you? Are, are they... Cons- Wait, so let me broaden this question. One, do you watch them? And two, what is their standing in the uh, anime community? Are they considered to be the trashiest of the trash? Or do they have... Or do the good ones still get accepted as, like, you know, reasonable pieces of work, of, of art? I think the waifu ones that are, like, well aware of the fact that they're waifu animes and, like... T- you know, do tongue-in-cheek kind of references to the fact of it. They get a bit of a pass. And then the ones that are just blatant, you know, you know waifu sims are uh, considered probably the low, low, the low. But then the worst ones are the ones that are like that. And then they're also isekais. And everybody hates isekais. I, I, do, I do like myself an isekai here and there. I do like to watch an isekai every now and then. So it's, it's a good, it's a decent genre. Uh, that's been um unrightly... Slandered. I don't know what the word is for it. But yeah, I'd say I've, I've watched a few of those animes. It's not my biggest genre. I'd say probably Shonen is still my biggest genre. And then like comedy is the second biggest. And then maybe Isekai is like third. So yeah, I think it's I think it's something that I'm not the biggest expert in, but I'm also not you know completely unversed in in terms of the waifu potential meter. But, like, you know, those ones that are basically, like, video game gacha in, like, what was it, ReZero? I haven't watched that one. I'm pretty sure that's basically or, game or, waifus. Yeah. Or, or, or like, uh, what is it, Uma Musume? Is that also an anime now? I uh, don't know. Right. Well, in, in any is. case. I mean, the, the primary question for you is, so you're willing to debase yourself to do this to make money. So that, that's all that really matters. Like, you can know in, inside your heart that, this is trash but are you willing to do it for for uh, financial success that's the real question i think i can convince myself that it's high art and therefore be able to do it with a clean and also yeah clean heart and also convince yourself that you are helping these these this poor yeah, mountain town yeah like it's like hey hey you know if you hey all you can convince yourself that all marketing all advertising is is trash it's all in the gutter so like, what's the difference between Selling out with anime character, anime waifus, and selling out through any other methods. So yeah, I mean you can rationalize it pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good point. Uh, if all advertising is bad, at least my advertising is helping people that are deserving of the helping, and not a soulless corporation, right? Except for you know Indeed. the soulless corporation that I bought the anime rights off. But that's beside the point. Besides the point. Okay. I gotta, I gotta ask you though. Um, okay, so. Why, why, why are you fixated on the shiitake mushrooms? Is it, is it because it's the first thing you arrived at? Yeah, it's just like the, it's the easiest one to explain to people. I don't even Did know. Easy? Uh, no, no, as in like it's the, it's the most obvious one. Not that is it's it, like. Is it? Is it not? Is it like the, 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 like the one agricultural product you associate with Japan the most? I thought you would go with like. I feel like rice is the one that you would go to go to because there's apparently again as we talked about in the previous episode, there's a gazillion sub cultivars of rice and you could assign all of those to a different like waifu if you wanted to. Yeah, and yeah, rice, could, like, rice has potential. And you could, and you could assign like the taste characteristics to each to the character, you know, the personality characteristics of each waifu. Like one of them will be like, I don't rice, know. Would you like to like, join me? 
<laughs> you know, you, you know what? I, talk with a lot of sense here. Too much sense for wax. Honestly. All right. What have you? What have you? Who are you, and what have you done with the real wax? Uh you know, you know the the the, the rice man. It's, it, I, I can't think of a of a, of a catchy uh, name for it. Although I guess it doesn't have to be that catchy. Uma Musume is like such a fucking like basic title, but it, apparently it's working out very well. So I guess I guess you don't really need like a particularly good title you just need to hire good artists yeah so if you are an artist who isn't on the nft grant you know what we should also include nfts in this no definitely i feel like we we should also just i mean like we should also just be looking for like our our contacts in china just just find like artists in china who will just like draw the shit for us for for no for no money if we're going like full capital if we're going like full capitalist on this shit that that's what we should do yeah, so the uh, alongside the Juju, the Juju's NFT, we'll also be having the Juju's rice, uh, which you can purchase alongside um, stickers of your favorite uh, rice waifu. Oh, that that would be so amazing! Like if you go to like an Asian supermarket and you, you're trying to look, you're going along the aisles of rice, and there's one bag that has like a giant fucking anime girl on on the bag. That that would be amazing. Because would I'll, you buy that say, one? Uh no, I'd be too too ashamed to. But uh, <laughs> what if all of wait, wait, what if I, I all of them? What if all of the rice had wa- anime waifus on them? Would you then make a decision based on the anime waifu? Yeah, so it'd be the one that's wearing glasses. But uh, yeah, <laughs> okay, bounce up dinner about wax. Yeah, in terms of the, <laughs> the, the the problem with this, like you said, I, I don't I don't see what the problem is. I'm pretty sure I, I in my head canon now. I've just built a head canon. But it's just people who are against that anime waifu or who, who want their anime waifu to be the most popular slandering the onsens which don't have their anime waifu so that their anime waifu becomes more popular and helps their onsen. I, I feel like it's just fandom gone mad. I want that to be the case. Oh, that would be crazy if there were like uh, fans were like, like Hoshikari-chan is like is uh, is the best and then uh kukuho-chan is the i'm trying to like think of the japanese rice names god damn it i can't think of that many off (laughs) the top of my head yeah i can't think of any either i'm just a rice short grain rice (laughs) all right this is an idea though this is an idea keep it in mind write it down you know and uh, once you get there you know we'll we'll develop this this is an ongoing project you'll hear about you'll hear back from us i'm down all right Let's move on. Uh, do you want to do more Japan? Because like, I feel like uh, we're making up for our lack of Sora news stuff by doing a shit ton of Sora news stuff in the last couple of weeks. We think, went and went think, from Sora news. We really I went think, and went from it. For yeah, yeah, we did. We did. I think what we need is we need we need something that's almost could have been on Sora news but wasn't on Sora news. Let's say that. Yeah, and yeah. it is the lead singer of brand of band Brass Against. He's on Faces Fan. On Faces Fan? <laughs> on Fans <laughs> Face. I've really fucked this one up. Mid performance. Okay. So, uh, so uh, this is a bit of old news, but uh, yeah, this is from last. It's basically it's basically what it says. Uh, there was a highly publicized video that circulated on all social media of a uh, the lead singer of a band peeing on a fan's face during a stage performance and and, and she's a the lead singer is, is a woman just just in, know, whatever it's a i guess it's an important point of clarification maybe not i don't know is is it important whatever i clarify i clarified it for you in case you were wondering no you're just problematic <laughs> i mean yeah we already knew that so whatever 
And any anyway, ads. Anyway, ads. Uh, along this topic, what's the craziest thing you've seen at a live, a live show? Honestly, I don't think anything is quite that crazy. I'm trying to think of it, and I've been trying to think of it, and I I, I can't think of anything that has been at a live show. That was, you know, one thing that I remember very clearly. I don't remember even who it was. It was like one of the um. It, it was like an Aussie band's. Um, it was a small like venue. It wasn't a big venue, indoor venue. Um, and it was one of like the open opening acts that I'd never heard of. That I think I searched on. Well, probably wasn't even Spotify at the time. I think I had um, Samsung Music or whatever the fuck it was called. Um, I had like a free six months of it or some shit, and I was using it. It was a terrible application, by the way. And I searched them on that, and it wasn't even on that. And then I searched them on YouTube, and I think they had like five views on their single. Anyways, you know, they were surprisingly decent. They were surprisingly decent. I will not say bad mouth their performance. They were decent. But then the lead singer tried to crowd surf, but without, you know, the pizzazz of necessary to crowd surf. So he kind of like jumped into the crowd before they were ready. And like, it wasn't really a crowd surf. It was more like fell into the first three people and then oh, helped himself back up. But that's more like cringe, not like yeah crazy thing. Wait, how big was his venue? I mean, it was still like the openers, so not many people were there yet. But we, there were probably like maybe like 80 people there at the time. But the venue probably housed like you know, 300, 500 people. That's oh, that's... That's gotta totally suck because like because I've seen people crowd surf at tiny ass venues if they know the crowd is like amped like I've been at it venues is. for like thirty people yeah I've I've been at venues for like thirty people and the the singer would try to do a crowd surf and it would work out because you know that it's uh it was thirty people who were there to see that person they 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 really love that person so yeah that's yeah, kind of fucking suck don't know what that guy was thinking <laughs> yeah. I wish I had that on video I did not record that sadly. I was gonna so I was gonna go over a couple of more details about this uh, the brass against the video. It's so so this is a bit of old news, and if you haven't seen the video, I don't want to say okay. So obviously it's someone peeing on someone's face. So if you don't like that kind of thing, don't watch it. But from a sort of detached point of view, it's just fascinating what happens because like this person is brought on stage, and I don't know why. Like, I don't know how this social like this pact got made. But there's a clear, clearly an agreement. You will lie on stage, and I will pee on your face. And it's like it's like a it's like a waterfall. It's so, it's ridiculous. Like, like how how it's it's not it's not like a tinkle. Like like this this guy wanted it, and he got all all of it. And uh, and, and to be to be honest, so so the interesting thing about the situation is that after the fact. After this went viral, the band's official social media went online and said, "Okay, we apologize. This is not who we. Anyway, what's the stock phrase again? This is not who. This is not what we stand for. These are not the values we support. Whatever you know, they went with all that shit." And I was thinking, like, this entire thing was like, I'm not opposed to it if if because it seemed like in the video both sides agree to do this thing on stage. Like, if I was in the crowd and I was watching it, I'd be like, "That's really fucking weird." But if these two people want to do that, like, that's up to them. So I I don't know why they why they apologized for for this kind of shit. So so sorry. The one thing that we didn't bring up like that I think needs to be brought up before we move on any further in this story is the fact that the name of this band is called Brass Against, and they're not even a real band. They are a cover band. Yeah, I I, I thought you were gonna yeah gonna go there. Baz, what are your thoughts on cover bands? I've I've no hatred towards cover bands, but I think. 
if a cover band is going this far in terms of their performance, uh, one I'm impressed, but also I'm a bit a bit uh, underwhelmed with the fact that they could razzle about such a such a willing participant, willing fandom to go along yeah, with this, like. It- how do, you, how do you think it happened? Because like, the show's loud as fuck. So you can't really... It's really hard to... How do you communicate to someone in the audience, hey, you want to come up on stage so I can piss on your face? Like, how, no, so so what happened was... I, I read the story and what happened was... Oh, okay, okay. At, okay, the, you know. at the start of the show, or some at some point in the show, she she got a b- bottle of water and she said, when I finish this bottle of water, I'm going to need to piss. And you, the person with the can in front of me, she pointed at him. This was like well before the events occurred. Said, I'm going to piss on your can. Get it ready. Or something like that. Or in your can, rather. So Wait, I, wait I, there, there was a guy holding a can? Yeah. The can. Okay, yeah. So, so, all right. Yeah. I think that's what happened. As far as I can You're not explaining. All right, right. Okay. So she told the guy. She, like, she says, she told the guy explicitly. She saw a guy in the crowd and said, hey, you you look like I could piss on you, and the guy was like, "Oh yeah, you're right. You 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 really uh, just saw right through me." <laughs> yeah, so she said, uh, "Let's quote her. Get my man with the can. I like this uh, rhyming scheme on his head, ready, because we're going to bring him on stage, and I'm a piss in this motherfucker's mouth." Oh, wait, she didn't even say the can. She said in this guy's mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, you- and the. And- and the guy agreed clearly, so like that's why that's where I don't see the problem. I, that's why I'm I feel like if you're a real rock band, you can't apologize for this. Well, they're not this a was, real rock band, was... Max. They, they, oh, yeah, sorry. They're a brass band. Yeah, they, yeah they, they're a shitty cover band. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, they have started producing original music before. Uh, I believe before this happened. I only learned this in my research because I have no idea who this band actually is. But they are producing original music now. Okay, they're not just a cover <laughs> band. They're real artists. Very okay. important. Very, very important. Very right important it. detail. For ads, at least. All right. So, but, so I'm just saying, like, whether or not you respect their art or not, I just don't know why they had to apologize for this. Okay, so, so, so I found their tweet as well. And it says, we had a great time last night at Welcome to Rockville. Sophia got carried away. That's not something the rest of us expected. And it's not something you'll see again at our shows. I don't know why they felt the need to include that part. Thanks for bringing it last night, Daytona. <laughs> yeah, th- thanks to that guy for bringing it. That guy was like, he, he made the show. You know what? Bring I think that I can. Okay. Hey, hey, so I- I'm going to go out on a limb and say this was good for the band. I think more people are going to go see their shows, going to look at their music, going to try to like, it's good for them. This is because apparently, because this is not, this is, if it's bad publicity, it's minorly bad publicity because okay. the the fact that the guy clearly wanted it makes it neutral. I think I think this is neutral publicity. Like what I people love who that. people who would not go to to this show because you know this transaction happened between the the, the front woman and the guy in the crowd. People who would not go because of that, they wouldn't have liked it in the first place. That's what I'm saying. So like this is this can only be good. This is this is only good press. Hmm. Yeah, I you think what it. what I find, yeah, definitely, no, no, this is 100% good press. Like, it's it's undoubtedly good press. Um, anyone who argues otherwise doesn't know how music works or doesn't even know how, like, press works. Like, you know, 
I, I just like the fact that their Twitter their Twitter handle is Brass Against, obviously, and then their Twitter bio is Horny Metal. And now that has a second meaning. It, it already had two meetings <laughs> before. Yeah. Is there, is there, but is now a there's, a, there's a yeah, now it's the triple entendre. <laughs> just just wanted to point that out that if you're looking for Horny Metal, the place to be is Brass. They should be paying us for this. Brass Against. <laughs> All right. No more you know what? I... avoiding this. It's time for the real question. Would you do it? I knew someone. I knew, I knew you were going to. I was waiting. We're not getting out of this without answering the question. Would you do it? No. Wait, wait. wait. As, as who? Yeah, true. Who Would am I? you go up on stage and let an artist pee on your face? Fuck no! I'm not the, it depends how tanked no. I am. Actually, depends how drunk I am. Oh my god! Oh. Ever, Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. What was Kanye? Not, no, I'm not doing that. Okay, let's not go uh, crazy. Taylor Swift, Haley Williams. Ah, oh, no, you found my what? weakness. Oh no. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say you gotta name enough artists until you find someone that Kanye. I'm sorry, not Kanye. Adds adds uh, likes enough, dude. I don't need to be on stage for that to happen. You can organize it anyway. I'm just saying. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy went from a definite no to any time, <laughs> any place. Yo, name the place. Name the time. I'm there. doesn't matter how what I got to do. I was, I was going to say, for me, it would be like, for, for me receiving, no. But if I, if I was ever in a situation where I was a the front man for a rock band... And this was per- this is hundred percent same situation where it was like all consensual. Like, maybe it, it might make the show a bit hype. I don't know if it make it hype, but it make the show interesting. Yeah, I, sh- I shouldn't say hype. It would make the show a bit more interesting. All right, yeah, that's the answer. Would uh, I mean probably not, but maybe <laughs> it depends. It's situational. Your 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 mom's gonna see this. That's the thing. That's, that's, that's the problem. Yeah, but like, we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> My like mom would you, understand if it was Haley. <laughs> if you like, if you if you went up on stage at a concert and let a singer pee on your face, and that video went viral and your mom saw it, do you really think she would bring it up? Oh, uh, I think it depends on who your mom is. I guess. I don't, know. I don't think I have that. I don't think I have to worry about that. Yeah, a lot of people right. don't have to worry about them bringing it up. I don't think my mom is one of them. All right. I, I, I guess uh, Keith is going to a lot more concerts this this upcoming 2022. I haven't, I haven't been to a concert in five years, I think, at this point. I think Wagaki Band in like 2016 was the last concert I went to. The last one I went to was the Kendrick Dam. Any, anyway... All right. Anyway, let's conclude this topic. I'm going to conclude it by saying, Sophia, you don't have to apologize. You know, everything that happened was fine. Everything that happened was fine. No, 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 no one got hurt. It was all good. We understand. Yeah. I feel like the apology was more so people didn't keep expecting it to happen, you know? They're not ashamed of it. They just like, they're like, don't keep coming to our shows just because you want to get pissed on. 
That's that's true. What was the wording? Was it like she got carried away? Like what was her wording on what she did? The, the, yeah, said, it's that she got carried away. This won't be happening. It's not uh, something you'll see again at our shows. That's what well, I, I feel. Wording. I feel like maybe they're they're trying to avoid like a health and safety regulation because like if they if they did a lot of shows, I feel like they just couldn't have shows because the you know the local whatever you know the health office would show up and say, hey, that you technically can't advertise this. That's like unsanitary. Yeah, well, which which is correct. Florida, which is so correct. Good. Yeah, I, I'm 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 not gonna like you know interfere you know in you know the local sanitation office doing their business. You know, I I can understand that, but yeah, I can. Okay. Yeah. I right, moving <laughs> anyway, on. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I think we have a perfect transition to songs of the week, and all of our songs of the week just so happen to be brass against songs now. <laughs> oh my god! No, no, no! But seriously, I'm gonna go first. My song of the week is um. Su- this is brought up by the Fagos Contrast. The fact that Control or CTRL, I don't know what the pronunciation reference is, by Scissor. It's been four years since we last saw a Scissor album, Free Scissor. Um, and yeah, so that been four years since Scissor album. And I was just listening to Control last night or last yesterday, and yeah, so the song is Supermodel by Scissor. It's a great. You know, R&B soulful song. You know, um, she, her, she she floats on every single beat on this album. I just want to say that. Uh, and the fact that she didn't win, I went through the Grammy nominations. Well, she was nominated for a bunch of Grammys that year, and she didn't win a single one of them. It was an absolute robbery. I just want to state that out. I think Bruno Mars won the R&B section, and then the alternate. I forget what the fuck the stupid name they have they had for like you know any black artist genre that doesn't fit into hip hop. Or doesn't quite fit into R and B. I think it was like some. Oh, was it? Oh, was it urban? Was was it? Urban? Uh, yeah, I think it's urban or some yes. stupid fucking oh, like... thing like that. Um, they still have that. I, I thought that was like some shit they got rid of in the two thousands. They, oh, they like, renamed it. They renamed it last year or the year before last year. I don't know what it is now. Um, but yeah, she, she lost in the R. She didn't get nominated for R and B. She got nominated for the urban one, and she lost to Starboy, which you know isn't even a top three weekend album. I'm just gonna say that. So yeah. Justice for Scissor in both releasing a new album and in the Grammys. All right. Keith? Uh, my song is uh, by Toby Weegway and his wife, uh, Fat, called Fi Fi. It is the hypest song I've ever heard in my entire life. I only heard it recently. I think it came out uh earlier this year but i only heard it recently because i've been uh binging uh nigerian uh related artists either from nigeria or of nigerian descent so Mm. found out about toby wigwe is is this because of our random dive into big brother niger uh no Okay. I mean, your random dive into Big Brother Nyjah, but, um, but not necessarily. Um, I just been like listening to uh, quite a few um, Nigerian artists, and I've I've uh, I've picked some of their songs for Song of the Week before. But I mean, if you want to connect all the Nigerian stuff together, then it starts with uh, like Adesanya in the UFC, basically. Mm. Interesting. All right. Uh, my my last song, and again, 
I swear I've I recommended this before. You, so you've recommended have... A, the brilliant green song, but not, not this song. Not, oh, not this song? Okay, that's cool. In, the, in that case. So, uh, uh, yes, I'm going to go with the brilliant green again, which is my favorite J-Rock band from the 2000s. And this is probably their song that I love the most. Hidoyame uh, means heavy rain. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's, it's just like a good vibey song. Uh, if you know, obviously, uh, I don't know where you're living at right now. Maybe there's not much rain going coming down, but it's, it's, a, it's probably one of my favorite rainy day songs ever. It's raining literally every day for the next week. So we're good. We'll go to All that right. one. Well, perfect. Well, listen, <laughs> we'll, we'll listen to it. I, I, I think you'll enjoy it. All right. Well, that's, unless you got any last thing to say, just uh, close us out. My last thing to say before I close this out is support us in our goal of making NFT rice anime waifus. And to do that, there are many ways you can support us, but the most common way, other than just listening to us, is at www.coffee, that's ko-fi.com slash the jujus, the jujus. I swear I slow that word every time. Um, And thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys next week. See you.